Blog Talk Radio. I want to ask you a question, and that is, what is in your life's blueprint? This is the most important and crucial period of your lives for what you do now and what you decide now at this age may well determine which way your life shall go, 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 go. Over 24 million people that are going to lose health insurance. You can't continue to play with people's emotions like this, okay? Politics may be a game to you because you're in Washington, but it's not a game to us. But it's not a game to us. But it's not a game to us. Again, I refer back to a civilized society where no one, not even the President of the United States is above the law. However, Trump has a blatant disregard for the law, and he only likes it when he stands to benefit from it. How selfish, 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 selfish. You're now listening to The Provocation. You're now listening to The Provocation. Real people, real conversation. Real people, real conversation. You ready? You ready? Let's go. Yes, sir. <laughs> we back again. Yes, we are. You know, I ain't really never one to rush time. You know what I mean? I like, I like to take my time. I'm never in a rush. I'm always chilling. Uh-huh. But, but when I say 2020 cannot get here fast enough, man. I need 2020 to come fast, like ASAP. I think 2020 is... Go ahead. I just don't know how much more I can take of this, man. I'm serious. I think 2020 is the great anticipation, anticipating what the future may look like. So I think a a lot is banking on 2020. Um, I think everything is making on 2020, just to be honest. They said that the 2016 election was probably one of the most important, which I agree that it it was. But um, I think it's 2020 at this point. You know? I think 2020 is far more uh, greater than... uh, 2016 simply because we've seen the results of 2016. Yeah. Well, we're going to get into it. In case you didn't know, you're listening to the provocation, real people, real conversations. My name is Ron. I'm one half of the dynamic duo. And as always, I got my boy with me. Yes. And I am Ronald L. And the father and son tag team. Huh? <laughs> it's been a while. <laughs> yeah, it's been a while. The views on this podcast are clearly the views of my son and myself and not of any organization that either of us may be affiliated with. With that being said, we welcome you to episode 92 and season three of The Provocation. Yes, indeed. And like we always say about this time, if you listen to live, we appreciate the love. You're listening to the archive. We appreciate that too. Today is Tuesday, July 16th, 2019. Hope everybody enjoyed their day. Hope everybody enjoyed their weekend. Got a chance to relax. And then you get right back on the grind on Monday if you're working a mm-hmm. nine to five, like I do. Um, but I just think, you know, rather than the small talk, man, because there ain't really much. As far as small talk to get into, we can also just jump right into it. Go ahead, go we ahead. A, we might we got a lot of nonsense. I mean, it's a, it's been a lot of nonsense going on, but these past couple of days have just been borderline infuriating for me, to be honest. You know, um, and for those who don't know what I'm talking about, I'm talking about the comments that 
the guy in the White House tweeted about the four freshman congresswomen basically saying that they can go back to the countries they came from. Oh, hell no. Mm-hmm. Well, first, let's point out, this is part of the fact that he's an idiot, number one, because three of the uh, congresswomen were actually born in the United States. Uh, one came here when she was 17, and now she is an American citizen. So he's saying to basically go back to the country um, and fix their government and the crime-ridden places they come from. Well, apparently he's talking about the United States. Mm-hmm. So let's just point out the fact that he's an idiot for making a statement in the first place. Second, mm-hmm. the statement is racist. I don't give a damn what anybody else got to say. And you know the thing I'm really tired of, man? I'm going to be honest. I'm saying that? that irks me the most about this whole situation, right? Right. I'm tired of white men telling me what I should think is racist and what's not racist. Right. I mean... What what kind of what kind of credibility can you present to me that you can determine what I should think is racist and what's not racist? I mean, right. it's easy for you to come back. It's easy for a white man. To, I'm not saying all white men are like this. I mean, there are some there are some out there smart enough to recognize when somebody says something that's racist, and they and they don't defend it. They point it out and they condemn it. We've seen mm-hmm. that. But, you know, the Republican Party, I don't, I don't know, I mean, I don't know what they stand for anymore at this point, man. Well, they, they just, uh, I guess, uh, what's his name, uh, McCarthy uh, was saying at a press conference today that they are still the party of Lincoln. Hmm. That's amazing. Wow. And then, yep. then they're gonna try to say that this is this is a um, it ain't about racism. It's about uh, what do you say? Um, damn, what the hell? What the hell they call Bernie Sanders all the time? Socialism. They call who? It says about Bernie Sanders. About socialism. It's, it's, it's a, a battle it between about, socialism and freedom. It is about the the four women that they they have named the squad. Uh, right. It's about them. They want the Democratic Party to be uh, the whole Democratic Party to be uh, known as the squad if they came out and support the squad, which they plan to do later on tonight. They're supporting the the the, the racist tweets that came right. from the President of the United States, which sits in the Oval Office, the highest office in the land, the most powerful position in this world, uh, that's what they are speaking to. And so any any effort to show any type of support for these women coming out and saying they're not going to sit back and just let you uh, do your thing on them, even though they know that they can also they can chew gum and walk at the same time. In other words, they can address the the needs of of the constituents, and they can also call out racism when they see it. I'm gonna be honest, man. This whole talk about how Democrats are focusing too much on these issues and not getting things done—that's bullshit. Because that's the house bullshit. has. Yeah, the, the House has been doing their job. It's just the Senate, yeah. Miss McConnell, won't allow anything to go to the floor to be voted on. You know what I'm saying? So right. people need to start, they need to get past this whole, oh, I'm going to stick by everything he said because he's a strong guy. No, he's a freaking coward, yo. He's a coward that's hiding behind the office of the presidency. That's it. He can say anything he wants to. He got 30% of the population that, that'll ride with him no matter what he says. And all the freaking Republicans behind them are all cowards. This shit mm-hmm. he said was, was pure racism. Yep. No ifs, ands, or buts about it. You know what I'm saying? Tell somebody to go back to their country. Mm-hmm. We've seen the movies about slavery and all that stuff. We've seen the movies about racism. We've seen the stuff about the civil rights things going on. That was one of the main phrases. Go back to your country. 
Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I mean, they come up with every every excuse in the book to try to make it seem as if, oh, he's just defending himself. Or you need to be focused on what the uh, other politicians, is, what the what the ladies have said. They said some bad things. They said nothing racist. Right. Nothing. Well, come you want to attack what they do. Go, come on, man. Yeah. What they try to do is any. Uh, well, now they're trying to. What you notice, if you notice the last two days, what they have done, or what, no, it started with Trump, and then the rest of them kind of followed suit. Basically, now they're trying to throw the Jews in there, calling them anti-Semites and stuff like that. Right. So anytime, anytime you criticize what Israel does, you are an anti-Semite. I don't think so. And uh, but that's one of the things they're trying to do to conflate the issue. But uh, you know we're not going to take that anymore. And John and uh, what's his name? Uh, he was he came out the other day. I think it was maybe yesterday. Uh, Might have been Sunday. Who was that? Uh, the guy that marched with Dr. King that got you know beaten. Um, I forget his name right now. And I know it. I know. I said on the tip of my tongue. Uh, I know you're talking but about anyway, I can't think of his name either. Yeah, I I I I know what we're talking about. Uh, oh man, I think he's from Georgia. Uh, but anyway, they were saying he was saying, "No, we're not going back." <laughs> no, you can forget that movie. We're not going back. Yeah, you know, and the whole Israel thing, right? Because you know they love coming at Ilian Omar about what she said about Israel. There's mm-hmm. truth in what she said. There's absolute truth in what she said. Yeah. Because we're talking about the same man, right? Now, you, he's such a defender of Israel, right? The same right. man that said the people who were saying the Jews would not replace us were good, were fine people, right? Right. The same guy, right? right? But she pointed out see, that a lot of the support, yeah. a lot of the support in Congress for the things going on in, is about the money. That is a fact. Mm-hmm. That's a fact. And that's not anti-Semitic. She wasn't saying that Jews people are all about the money. She was saying that some of the support that they get from this particular Congress or Senate is about the money. Yeah. Yep. And you know, uh, they 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 just took a vote in the House of Representatives. To remove the words as part of the record, the congressional record that Nancy Pelosi said, came out and said that his words were racist. Yeah. They just had to take a vote on that. Yeah, but they they, they probably lost that. No, yeah. they, They lost their vote. They wanted to strike those words from the congressional record, but the Democrats, because they have the majority, were able to, and it was strictly down party lines, basically. Right. Uh, right. So you want they? So basically, the statement is that there's something, an old rule, which is arcane, uh, or they're not that really old. It's I think it was somewhere back in the seventies or something, but saying that you can't. Uh, basically, you can't say anything critical of the president. But then we know that's a lie, right? Because they've been saying it all the time during the eight years that Obama served, correct? Yeah, pretty much. So, see, this is the hypocrisy that we have to deal with. And what I say to those who are listening to this podcast or who will listen to it in the future is that we've seen this movie before. I've seen this movie. I've seen this movie uh, when I was born in the South, in the segregated South. I didn't see it. I didn't understand it because I was too young. But my parents understood it. Their parents understood it. 
And their parents before them understood it. And my parents were not very outspoken. They knew that was the way it was. And what we seen after that tweet, we seen people came up, all the people of color who have experienced the words that he tweeted about go back to your country because they have seen they have heard it themselves firsthand. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. So like I said, my parents were not one to rock the boat. They because it was it was just the South that you grew up in, that you understood and you understood that if you rebelled against it and some did and some didn't but if you rebelled against it it could very well mean your life right so for the most part people people went along with it hoping hoping that the future would bring a better day and that day did come for many it did come for many but there's an attempt by this person to, I guess, to bring us back, which many have come out and said, that's not going to play out. That's not going to go down. Right. Enough you know, is enough. <clears throat> yeah, I'm, I mean, I just can't, I can't take the hypocrisy anymore, man. Like, I, I literally, at this point, when it comes to the Republicans in Congress or in the Senate, I want to—I don't want to hear nothing they got to say at this point, man. Because you—you—you you, you are basically showing me that you don't give a damn about our country. All you care about is your status with the current president. That's it. I think. Go ahead. Okay, it's at a point now where it's just like he can't do any wrong, and I'm like, how many times is it, it, it has to be something wrong? If you are coming out time and time again having to say that this person is not racist, Ron, to me it me sounds like the you. person may be racist. This person, these people that support this person themselves have expressed those same sentiments. Some of them have done it in private, but some of them have done it blatantly. Now, I'm going to tell you, the blatant part has become more emboldened and more pronounced since he's become president. When he did not criticize what took place in Charlottesville, Virginia, when you look at the people, now you hear it all. Well, I guess some of it may have came out before, but about his history with uh, renting to people of color, with his father being arrested or something with a a Klan rally. So this man is a racist. I mean, you don't say stuff that he says uh, for, if if you say those types of things, then there's a good percentage that you believe him. Right. So there's no more excuses. (laughs) Tell the Republican Party that they they make up excuses every single, Mitch McConnell would the guy pr- proposed a question to Miss McConnell today. He said, your wife is an immigrant. What if somebody would have told her to go back to her country? He did everything in his power to dance around answering that question. It's a simple, sim- if you listen, that's, you her husband. Somebody tell your wife to go back to her country, what you doing? You standing up for your wife, right? Well, you know what it is, Ron? Because of the few Republicans that have already that did were that were bold enough to come out and criticize him, he he, he the, the president doubled down and said to them something to the effect, you know, uh, I guess trying to keep them in line and so forth. Because the bottom line, Ron, we can forget all this talk and dance around, and that's what we do. We dance around. That's what Republicans do. They dance around this stuff. But bottom line. The Republican Party is no longer the party of Lincoln. It is Trump's party. Uh-huh. 
It's Trump's party. Pure and simple. Yeah. I mean, for this man to consistently uh, average about 40 to 45% of the approval and stuff like that, that's because he has a solid base of at least maybe 30-some percent, a solid base, okay? I haven't seen anything that would indicate to me that that base has fractured since he's been elected. If anything, those groups that identify, like those people, like that's, that he says, there are a lot of people that agree with me. And so, well, yeah, the people who feel the same way that you do. What you're right. doing is providing the megaphone for them to be heard. That's what you're doing. And for some of those people, Ron, that are unstable, that it don't take a whole lot to encourage them, they may act on what you say or what he says. Here's my thing. I'm going to tell you what. And this is a buildup over the past two and a half years. I'm in a mode now where I wish somebody would. That's how I feel right now. I know it's a lot of other people that feel the same way. I'm sick of the bullshit, man. You're not going to keep telling me what I should feel is racism and what's not. You're not going to keep telling me I'm not seeing what I know I saw on TV or what I know I heard you say. And then you try to distort it. You're not going to keep doing that to me. That's bullshit. So at this point, this is what I said earlier in the show. 2020 needs to come, and it needs to come fast. And I'm going to put this on top of it, man. If some, by some misfortune, this guy ends up becoming president again for another four years, and I'm going to be real. I don't know if I can live here, man. I don't. You know, when you say I that, really don't know if I can live here. I feel the same way. Because as bad as this country may have been during my lifetime, during my parents' lifetime, it was always considered home. Right. We went to war. We died. We bled for this country. And even when we went to war, we did not receive the same class of citizenry as others. So it seems like no matter what you do, no matter how strong of a sacrifice you might make, it was never enough. But I never felt like it was not my home. Mm -hmm. And I'm like you. I do tend to get frustrated. Now, I'm not uh, a a weak-minded person who will go out there and act crazy and stuff like that, but there's something inside of me that's urging me and saying to me, what more can you do? What more can you do? And if it means if it means holding a rally of some sort, if that's my contribution, then so be it. But I feel that there has to be a reaction, a reaction among the people. I have to know in the area that I currently live, where is all the energy? Is the energy is the energy in those who believe in moving forward? Or is the energy in those who want to move backwards? I need to see that for myself. I want to hear that energy. For those who want to, for those who want to move backwards, that's just stupidity. Because at the end of the day, right, as, so, as much as you want to praise this man, he ain't helping you. 
You in the same no. situation you was before, unless you're in the top one percent. Well, you know, Ron, and this is what you know, and and, and I, I know I'm beating it, I'm beating a dead horse, or I'm beating something over and over and over again. But a lot of these people fall for the old okie doke, and what I mean by that. And it, this is something that has been said throughout, throughout, before the Civil War and after the Civil War. This has been said that you might be bad off, but you can always look at that person. Well, that's what they were told. And this is what they were told. You could always look at that person of color and know that you're better off than them. That that's what's that's the fear that a lot of those peoples are seeing is that they are looking at people of color and they're saying, well, they seem to be doing pretty good to me. Some of them seem to be doing pretty good. So I I was under the impression that any one of them I could look at and they would be better, worse off than I would. Right. They not. That's what they're. They, that's what they're afraid of. That's what they're seeing. But this country, uh, because it was built on racism, that's that's what they think. And and they 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 seeing that's not necessarily true. They seeing you. They seeing your wife. They seeing you all living in this this house. That's valued at X amount of dollars. Mm-hmm. They see your children, and they say they, they seem to be doing pretty damn good because they were sold a lie, a lie mm-hmm. that said you could always look at them and know that you were doing better, and that lie. They're facing every day But that's no excuse For them to take out Because the opportunities are there for them Just like they were for you The opportunities are are even better for them Than they are for you See, I think And this is my opinion I think the bigger lie to me Is that Mm -hmm. these other people Who don't look like you are the reason you're in your your current situation, okay? I think that's the biggest lie that's been presented to these people. Oh, the yeah, reason you yeah, can't get a job is because of all the all the Mexicans are coming in taking your job. The reason you can't yeah. do this is because all the black people are taking their welfare. Reason that's a listen. How how much? This is my thing. And if you look at history, how many times are we as American citizens? Going to fall for the same thing over and over and over again. How many times? But, but you know what? I, I tell you, as long as as long as there are people who are receptive, who are always willing to scapegoat others for their shortcomings, that's how long we're going to face it. Because, like I said, those though the potential is there if they take advantage of it. The potential is there. If they put in the if they put in the the effort, see what what's being happened, Ron. They're blaming it on not only that, now they're blaming it also on affirmative action. Well, right. you lost that job because of affirmative action. No. You lost that job one, maybe because you did not have the skills. Maybe because uh-huh. the person that hired that individual is looking to get people representative of the diverse communities so that they can reach into those communities, thereby building their wealth by reaching out to those communities because they feel their product will serve their community. The object of selling anything is to sell as to many people as you can. Yeah. It's not to sell to 
oh, I'm only going to sell to this group of people. No, you want to maximize your earning potential. You want to maximize your profit line. And to do that, you have to reach into those various communities. And the, the marketing that goes on in those communities, you get ideas from the people who are of this diverse nature to say, this is what, this is how you can market this in my community. This is how you can market this in my community. But you got to speak, not necessarily, in some cases, you do have to speak the language, but in some cases, you have to know the community from which you come from. And so the goal is always to maximize profits and stuff like that. And uh, that's that's why they that's why they may have lost a job or something like that because they're trying to get representative from all the various communities, you know, to to increase their sales potential. So that's the deal that we're working with. But uh, this this is this 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 whole issue, man, with this president, and we got to call it like we see it. We got to stop. Dancing around. Well, we haven't danced around. People of color had not danced around. They seen it. We knew about it from the very beginning when he came down those escalators. We knew about it then. But the other world tried to resist calling it what it is. And yeah, now. I just want to like, you know. Uh-huh. Of these, these newscasts. Okay. What is, let's see, I'm going to say, when they interview these Republicans, and they come there talking about somebody, they're not racist comments. Now, how come I says, well, as a white man, who are you to say what's racist? You can't. You know what I'm saying? Why? How'd you say that? I cannot, I cannot sit here and tell a person who is Hispanic what is racist. I cannot sit here. And, but I can say this, based on my own experiences, that sounds racist to me, but I can't tell them what is racist to them and what is not. I cannot tell a Native American what is racist and what is not. Racism, and I can't tell a person from their national origin what is racist and what is not. But when I see signs that says, no Irish allowed or no Polish allowed, or stuff like that. That kind of that kind of tells me that, that that something is going on. I don't know. I'm I'm just waiting for somebody to step up and actually say that to one of these people. As a white man, who are you to to tell these women what they consider to be racist and what's not? What 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 gives you the right to do that? How do you, how are you supposed to just tell them how they should feel regarding these statements? And the, the the white men who do who do speak out are not the ones in leadership. No, of course not. They're not they they're not from the uh the Republican Party. And that's what this is all about, Ron. It's dividing a party the it's basically making this whole thing tribal where if you're a Democrat, then you must be with these, you're Republicans, you're here. And what that is, the Republican is a shrinking party of old white men, okay, right. who feel a certain way. And by 2030, what is considered now minority, meaning people of brown skin, people, people of color, will, they say, will be the majority. So then you try to take away uh, their citizenship. You dehumanize them. So you, you, we, that's the key, is to dehumanize someone. So if you could, like they showed, the, the, the Mike Pence went to the camp and he showed these men all caged up. That's what they want. Those people that 33% that's locked in with Trump or 40% that's mm-hmm. locked in with him, that's what they want to see. They want to see. They want to dehumanize us. And, 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 and so when you dehumanize someone, 
then any harsh treatment is acceptable. That that's what they yeah, view and feel. He was a vice president. They didn't make a comment like this was Are you kidding? Uh huh. Are you not? You know, first of all, you look at Facebook. I'm looking at I'm looking through the camera following you, and I can see tons of people stacked on top of each other in a cell. And those are living conditions any American can be proud of. Right. This, this is what I'm saying. You know, my thing is this, man. It's how long are we going to continue to let them feed us these lies over and over again. If they don't show up in this 2020 election, this ain't the America that. Mm-hmm. Don't stand for nothing because we'll fall for anything. Right. If, like what they say, if you don't stand for something, you will lie down for anything. And this, I think, is getting as close to that point where where the Democrats are just going to have to go all out and do an all-out assault. You can't fight. You can't fight fire by turning the other cheek and looking the other way. That was appropriate, maybe in Dr. King's time, to draw attention to the harsh treatment that people of color were receiving. But in today's society, people are not going to accept that. They're not going to accept that. They're not going to accept me having to keep my behind whip in order for you to feel that there is some injustice. Like they just ruled today that what happened to uh, to the guy in New York, Eric uh, Garner, that the U.S. Uh-huh. Department of Justice <clears throat> are not going to file any charges. Wow. Yeah. Wow. I'm not yeah. surprised though. It's like you know, we they don't. Mm-hmm. Or something like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. we're fair game out here. This man mm-hmm. sipped, They choked this man over a Lucy cigarette. Choked him to death. Oh yeah, yeah. He wasn't having a weapon. It was a dead going cigarette. <laughs> A cigarette. A and that cigarette. man lost his life. He got kids and a wife. And you took him mm-hmm. away over a cigarette. Yep. That's crazy. Exactly. I watched I watched a video of two cops last week. Had the man pinned down, no weapon. He was struggling a little bit. But the cop pulls his gun out. Why they got the guy on the ground and shoots him twice? I think wasn't that one? In, I remember that one. I remember that one. Was that just yeah, recent, like, Ron? That was recent. That was recent. Wow. Now the one you talking about was in Louisiana when they shot the man in the right, chest. Right. Right. You talking about? No, yep. this man. He shot. I don't know. I think it was in the leg, or I know it was in the lower body. But you are a police officer. If you, this is two cops on one person. If two cops can't hold one person down. And put handcuffs on them, which they did already have handcuffs on them. You shouldn't be cops. And when you reach straight right. for the gun, don't you got a taser too? Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Or was this another mistake where you meant to grab the taser and grab the gun instead? Was it number, right. was it one of those right. again? Like when they killed mm-hmm. the young kid out in, um out over in California, saying that right. he meant to grab his taser instead. Hmm. You know, we just this we this country right now, man. I'm telling you, man. Um, I think we had a breaking point. Seriously, right? And you know, I think the break. You know, I think the breaking point is going to be if he gets reelected. If he gets reelected, I think we spiral out of control. That's my personal opinion. Well, Ron, I'm gonna tell you this. I hope. Your mother's right. I hope that does not happen. Uh, I really do. That's all I can say. 
to that. I hope it really does not happen. I hope not either, because I'm going to tell you what. Um, I myself, and I, I probably know a lot of people that feel the same way, I'm, I'm not going out without a fight. I'll tell you straight up. Right. You know, I, 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 haven't, I, I didn't work all this hard to provide for my children to make sure I protected them just for the president to say it's okay to treat them any way you want to treat them. Right. Uh, or to tell yep. my, my children to go back to the country they came from. They come from the United States. Mm-hmm. During, the Obama, during the Obama administration, if you look at Trump's tweets and his interviews, he didn't seem to be too happy with America at the time. I can hear carry his ass somewhere else. Right, exactly. You you could have got the damn country. Is that yep, you're right. Shit, talking about somebody else go back to where they come from. How about this? You know what I wish you know I, I like what's called response when he's talking about he don't have a racist bone in his body. She said, No, you don't. You got a racist brain and a racist heart. That's what that's what um mm-hmm. Alexandria Cortez mm-hmm. says. But if he had told me to go mm-hmm. back to where I came from, I'd be like, Well, how about this? You first, bitch. <laughs> Why don't you go back to where you came from? If you ain't Native American, you can't tell me to go nowhere. Right. Because hmm. I got I got just as much right to this country as you do. And if you had a problem with it, then maybe your ancestors shouldn't have brought my ass here back in the day. How about that? Exactly. Exactly. That's where I'm coming from. I mean, look, you brought me here. I didn't come here of my own free will, but now that I'm here, I'm staying here. And yes, I'll give you the yeah, I'll, I'll give you a, the, the acknowledgement that yes, some of my own people sold me into slavery. Yeah, okay, uh-huh. but that was against my will. You know, I came here against my will. I wouldn't have jumped off right. the ship and tried to swim back to shore, you know, if I if I was coming here freely of my own free will, you know. Give me a break. I'm telling you, man, I think we spiraling down, man. This is weak. I'm, I'm trying to tell you, I really feel that if he is reelected, that is a breaking point for this country. Yeah. And, yeah, it's a tender box, Ron. Really it's a tender box. <clears throat> it's a tender box. Yeah. This is crazy, man. I don't know, man, but bottom line, what he said was racist, and a white man on this earth going to tell me that it wasn't. I don't give a damn what you got to say. If the, if the Democrats continue to sit there and dance around this whole, you know, condemning him and this impeachment hearings and shit, this is the exact reason why I'm no longer a Democrat. I'm an independent. I cannot take the cowardice. I can't take it. And it's on both sides. Mm-hmm. You got Republicans tucking their tail between their legs just to follow a president because they're scared of being primary. And you got the Democrats dancing around saying, oh, when it's Nino with impeachment, remember what happened before with Bill Clinton? This ain't Bill Clinton. Right. This is, yep. this is a demagogue currently as president. This is no Bottom way line. like Why Bill are you Clinton, wasting you know? our time? Because you, what, I'm telling you, the Democrats are painting themselves into a, they're pushing themselves into a corner right now because the people did what they were supposed to do and got the majority for them in Congress. Okay, now you push your foot in the round trying to do what we sent you there to do. Who cares what these news reporters say? I'm talking about MSNBC, NBC. I'm, I'm talking about all of them. CNN. They can sit there and bring up all the stats. They all oh, the, the, the the polls say that that people ain't really winning impeachment. Listen, sometimes you got to force feed people what they need. It's just, it's just yeah. what it is. You know what I'm saying? My kids don't like to eat mm-hmm. vegetables, but I tell you what, they don't leave the table till the vegetables is done because they need it. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, come on, man. What are we doing? This shit is unacceptable. It's unacceptable for a president to behave this way and then to double down on it. Like nothing's gonna happen to him. Well, he, that's the way he feels because nothing has happened. You got, they gotta start. Listen, man. If the Democratic Party is supposed to be the party of the people, then use that power. You know what I'm saying? Get out mm-hmm. there and be a little, be a little radical. 
If Mitch McConnell want to sit there and deny these bills from going on the floor, then you know what? You invite you invite the people to stand right the hell outside of his office every single day and chant any type of chance you need to chant until he bring the damn thing to the floor. Simple as that. You you have the power to lead people to do this in the right yep. way. If a man could go out there and preach all this hate and keep building on it, building on it, and just keep giving red meat to that base that loves it. Well, you got a base that wants you to do the right thing. Use it. This is yeah, why I, I like those four congresswomen. Because they say, they say what they feel, they speak the truth, and they are unapologetic. That's what the Democratic Party needs to be. You have and to be unapologetic and, and, about the things that the United States needs. And, and like they said... What they say represents more than just those four. Right. Because what they said, we have listened to it, and many of us, most of us, are, pro- are, are in agreement with what, what they're saying and so forth. So don't let these people who are, who've been, here's the whole thing. These people have been used to holding this power and they see it slipping away. So what they do is try to divide you. To divide you up. Right. They try to pit they try to pit whites against blacks. But like right. from what I see, if people truly understand what's at stake here then they will side with the person that best represents the views for a positive and progressive future for this country. If you go along with this person, and like you said, Ron, if he should be so fortunate as to win a second term, man, it's going to be held unleashed. Oh, yeah. It's going to be crazy. I think the streets going to go mm-hmm. crazy. Because we, we can't, I don't know how long we can hold on. What that, if he does, that just shows that everything he's done up to this point is okay. Yeah. You keep doing whatever the hell you want to do. Mm-hmm. It's going to be, no, no matter what the Democrats do from that point on, it's not going to matter. Because they're just going to nope. ram through anything they want to ram through at that point. Yeah, yeah. Well, it looks like they, they went ahead and condemned his uh, his tweets that went through. Yeah, I've seen that. I've seen that. Yeah. But, I mean, I'm tired. Of, I mean, the hell with the condemning, man. Start the impeachment hearings. Get his ass out of office, man. And then when you're done mm-hmm. with him, get Miss McConnell's ass out of office. And then you can mm-hmm. go right down the line. Kick Jim mm-hmm. Jones' ass out of office. We got a whole list of people we can get rid of that need to go. Mm-hmm. Because they are doing nothing positive for this country at this point. It's crazy. It's ridiculous. It's, it's so very sad. Man. It's very, very, very sad. And I'm tired of talking that it's very, very sad. I'm tired of saying it over and over again. It's very, very sad. I'm just tired of saying that. I'm, I'm looking... Yes. To see what I can contribute to this discussion, because more I voices. Time yeah. Huh? I, I just don't have the energy for it anymore, man. I'm just kind of. That's why I'm like, please, 2020, can you get here immediately? Because mm-hmm. I, I, it's like, you know, you 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 wake up every day, you deal with this, you got a routine you go through just just to get by just to make a living and make sure your kids are straight. You try to alleviate as much stress as possible. But it's like when I want to I be informed of what's going on in the world. So I watch the news, but every five minutes, I see this dude up here just talking bullshit every time, man. And then I hear the people in the background clapping for him and laughing like the shit is all jokes and funny. I mean, I, I, don't, I don't know, man. Yeah. I'm just over at this point, man. But we we can move. I mean, we ain't got a lot of time left. But I, I did want to get on one more thing before we get out of here, man. 
Okay, go ahead, son. And this is just this is just my observation. People going to disagree with me if they want. I I'll be honest. I really don't give a damn to be honest. But <laughs> as far as 2020 go, presidential election, and this is my opinion. I'm sorry to say it, but um, Joe Biden, he, he's not it, man. He's not it. I don't I don't, I don't think he's the guy. Hmm. I just don't think he's the guy. I feel like he's done a lot of great things over the eight years with President Obama. Um, I think he's a good man. You know what I mean? I think he, I think his heart is in the right place. But I just think in a toe-to-toe match uh, with this idiot we got in the office right now, I think he, I think he loses that. I think he loses it because everything, everything now is about shock value or or showing that you're tough and. Now you can stand up for yourself, and you can stand up for the country. Well, Biden just—he just—he not. I don't think he's. I don't think he's capable of presenting that at this point in time in his life. Well, I think. Okay. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> Excuse me. I'm sorry. Yeah. I think. I think personally, my opinion, the interview that was done with Mika Mika Brzezinski. Yeah. I think I've seen a person whose time has really passed. Now a lot of right. older people might be able to say you know, they like him because of this. And I like him. I do like him. I just right. don't think, and I'm, and not only that, Ryan, but I'm also concerned about, and he, he probably health-wise, physically checks out, but I just think that um, that window of opportunity that might have existed, and maybe this is where everybody Everybody, for whatever reason, for whatever decisions, held off in uh, 2016. But now, the election in 2018, to me, was sending a clear message that people are looking, as a result of what they've seen these past two and a half years are looking for a progressive change and a progressive yes. change that will occur a lot faster than it would under President Biden. Uh, so I think that's the battle that we're really in. And I think 2020 will will be basically, I don't know if it'll be the final say, but it will at least give us all, yourself included, an indication as to where the country is heading. Yeah. And uh, if it should, if, if, if he should be fortunate to secure another four years, that's that's in spite of all that we know or that we heard, and there's a sealed, sealed indictment that we don't even know about because of the OLC policy of not indicting <clears throat> the sitting president. Now that stuff like that, I, 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 I'm, I'm really trying to understand that. I just don't understand. I can understand it if it was a person that was really active in foreign and domestic issues and things of that nature and was really attentive, but this guy is not that. And so I don't see why, if the president were indicted, why that's why you have a vice president. That's why you have the Speaker of the House. That's why you have the president uh, pro temporary, which is usually 
the the vice president who serves as the president for temporary over the Senate. Okay, and all that stuff there. So it would probably be a new vice president in that case. And I don't know how that I don't I didn't, I didn't read the Constitution to the point where I understand how that comes about and how that person is chosen and so forth. Because if if, if, if Pence were to become president, then obviously you know he's gonna choose someone that would support be more in line with his thoughts. You know what I'm saying? And Pence don't even know what his own thoughts are at this point. Mean, exactly. I mean, so, so hypocrite too. but, and but the here's like, the bigger point to me. Here's the bigger point. The bigger point to me is if you indict this man, what you would be demonstrating is that no one, no one is above the law. Right. That's what it says to me. So even though you may get a person that is maybe just as bad, but at least might respect the boundaries and respect the law, then, uh, uh, you know, that's what you would be getting. But we we need to, I don't say we need to do it for the sake of doing it. I say we need to do it because we're obligated to do it. We're obligated to do it because this man has cre- he has he has done the same thing, if not greater. He's done even greater things than Nixon did. We use Nixon as a template. This man should be impeached. They're like Bill Clinton. Okay, uh, they they brought him up on some flaky stuff. Had nothing to do with him doing his job. Is to say he lied about having sex. I mean, most men will lie about that, especially if they marry. Right. So, okay, so they said the people were saying, or, or you know, they were saying that was not enough. There was not enough in itself to uh, impeach the man. So if right. he don't get impeached, and he won't get him, and Trump won't get impeached only because of the Republican loyalists. That's why he won't get impeached. If the Republican loyalists could put aside, could put aside this loyalty thing. And, and think of their country first, he would be impeached. Yeah. He would well, be I ain't gonna hold my breath waiting for that. No, you're not you're not gonna hold your breath. But what we will be saying to the American people is that no one is above the law. So what happens? If he doesn't get impeached, all they do is open the door for future presidents to go down a similar path and not end up being impeached. You know what I'm saying? Right. How about we just do the right thing? How about that? Yeah. It seems like we lost a sense of, of what's right and what's wrong at this point. So I just want to do the right thing. And people need to realize that this this president, as much as they want to support him, we got a, we got a generation of youth coming up underneath this guy. And is this the example you want for them moving forward? You You're right. About You're right. Everybody's worried about the now or what they can get in the moment. I'm worried about the next generation of kids coming up underneath this president and presenting this type of attitude. Because at the end of the day, they're either going to get hurt for talking shit to the wrong person, or they're going to walk around hated for the rest of their life. You know what I'm worried about, Ron? I'm worried about you. I'm worried about my grandchildren. That's right. what I'm worried about. Yeah. That's what I'm worried about. Well, like I said, 2020, we need you to come as fast as you can. Um, it's been another good episode, man, just to get some stuff off our chest because it's been crazy lately. You know, our goal was to um, watch the Mueller hearing and then have a show afterwards, but they pushed that back, so... We're going to um, probably come around next week around the same time. Uh, hopefully, they'll have the, the Mueller hearing, and then we can um, we can discuss that on the next show. Yeah, that'll be uh, next uh, Wednesday. Yep. Not this Wednesday, the following Wednesday. Next Wednesday, yeah. But uh, with that, we appreciate everybody tuning in. 
the provocation, real people, real conversations. And with that, we out of here, man. All right. <laughs>